This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three up. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. Have you got a more Often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the world It's time to sit back relax and enjoy because ladies and gentlemen it's showtime to do battle for 30 laps the green flag is waving hello again it's wing nation presented by hercules tires riding on our strength welcome in it is talking sprint car racing our favorite time of the week and we are so glad you joined us here on wing nation aaron evernham and steve post and aaron we finally had sprint cars on the racetrack. It was so great on Saturday night. It was so great. And, you know, I'm, Speed Shift had a little issues, had some issues, I should say, getting everyone on. And it took me a while. I was a little frustrated, but I did. And when I finally got to see those sprint cars, I was thrilled. And it made me realize how much I really missed it. Like, yeah, the iRacing has been good. It's been a filler. But there's nothing like watching sprint cars live. No, no, there really isn't. I had quite the day on Saturday. Uh, my friends, the McLeans, the 305 racers from here in the Carolinas, uh, they actually rented out 311 Speedway, which is north of here, and they were going to have a practice day. And, um, and, and, and I got up to the racetrack, and it, it rained most of the way up, and I kind of knew what was going to happen. And by the time I got there, there was only two sprint car guys there. The rain had stopped, and they were going to go out and try to sling some mud around and do some stuff. The other teams had all left. And, uh, but I got to hang out at the racetrack, and I actually got to see one of the guys slide around in the mud out there on the racetrack. That was great. And then to follow it up that night with sprint cars on the track from South, uh, South Dakota, uh, I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm with you. I realized, I guess I didn't realize, you don't realize how much you miss it, but being at the racetrack, even though it was vacant, and then uh, and then getting some racing was really cool. So fun stuff, that's for sure, and uh, we'll see what happens as we move forward. Yeah, hopefully if that was successful, hopefully we see more. Well, let's get right into it. It's the Classic Inc. Screen Printing and Embroidery Hot Topics, and the hot topic, we're going to talk to this guy in just a little bit, Brock Zierfoss. Now, how about that, Aaron? Pretty cool for him to go out there to South Dakota and get the win. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a long haul from Pennsylvania, especially under these conditions. I, I can't wait to talk to him about what travel was like, let alone going out there and taking home the $6,000. That's cool. 
Nice. Very, very nice. So we will talk to Brock. Finishing in the second spot, the madman, Kerry Madsen. Uh, looked like he had it, then he didn't have it, then he had it, then he didn't. I, I mean, I don't know. That was a weird. Yeah. Um, TJ Slideways, our buddy with uh, tjslideways.com, he said it was a fitting end to a race that was sponsored by a uh, by by one of the um, by one of the CDB companies during yeah. a lockdown when nobody go to the race. The the ending was very fitting, that's for sure. And the way he he wrote it a whole lot better than I said it. But uh, so the madman finished in the next spot. Austin McCarl he continues having his great downtime, whether it's virtual racing yeah. or real racing. Finished third. Ian Madsen fourth. And uh, Shannon Tankersley, a three sixty racer from Texas. How about that? A fifth place run for him. That's great. I mean, coming again, another long haul, drive all the way from Texas for uh, one night in South Dakota. It's really neat to see him get a top five. Good stuff. That's for sure. Great stuff. Great to have races on the racetrack. And there you have it. Our classic ink screen printing and embroidery hot topics. www.classic ink offering full custom driver apparel and crew member options, full service embroidery department specializing in headwear and outerwear and an experienced design team. Aaron, they've got it all together up there. They do. They have a dedicated sales department, and it's not just for racing. Local businesses, school districts, sports teams, you name it. Sheldon Honshield, Donnie Schatz, Danny Dietrich, David Stremme with Lethal Chassis, Tony Stewart, Brian Brown. The list goes on of all the drivers and companies that use Classic Inc. No doubt. www.classicincusa.com. Now, let's take a little bit of a look at what we saw on Saturday night, okay? It was on Speed Shift TV. Toby Cruz and Chet Christner had the call. These were a battle and the ultimate pass for the lead. It's our Drydeen Diesel All-Deftifying Move of the Week. And now for the Drydeen Deftifying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. I love it. What a battle we've got on our hands. Eight to go this time on the line. They're two wide ahead lap cars. Oh, Rachel takes a shot at him to the top side. Caution is out. We got one on the side in turn four. Watch Zierfoss and act. Austin McCarl as well. Look at this. Zierfoss is there now. Madsen, oh! Madsen right in the back bumper. Rachel and Zierfoss to the top spot. That death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Deaf, the official deaf of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydeen.com for more information. isn't born it's built over time for over 65 years hercules tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers whatever the vehicle whatever the terrain and we back it with a powerful protection plan so wherever the road or the trail takes you we have the selection value and strength to get you there hercules tires ride on our strength it is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. Hey, this Thursday, 
you can help the nation's hungry during the Radio Cares Feeding America Emergency Telethon. Now, listen to this. Regional food banks across America are running at twice their capacity due to the coronavirus pandemic and the low, and they're all low on supplies. You can help feed more than 37 million Americans who battle with hunger every day and those who are struggling due to the pandemic. Please donate to radio, or please go to radiocares.org. That's www.radiocares.org or text FEED to 95819 and a donation link will be sent to your phone. Anything you can do to help those in need, all donations go directly to Feeding America. All right, let's go to the hotline. Joining us fresh off from a trip from Pennsylvania to South Dakota, back to Pennsylvania. If you're going to do all of that, you might as well bring home the trophy and the big check. Brock Zierfoss joins us. Hey, man, welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey, it's good to be back. Congratulations. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, when uh, when Terry McCarl laid this on us a couple of weeks ago, I uh, had to A, be exciting, and then to go out there and, and, and cash the big check, that had to be a pretty good night for you. Yeah, it was definitely exciting. Uh, honestly, when uh, when this came out, it came about, uh, we talked about it a little bit, and, um, you know, we actually weren't even going to go. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely a long drive and, and a lot of truck fuel, but, um, you know, the pay was the pay was pretty good. Um, it was just kind of one of them deals where, you know, we're in that time of year where it rains and, and it, hell, it was even snowing the week before out there. So just kind of – we actually – said we weren't going to go and then the weather started changing a little bit better there and uh, about monday um we decided you know what else are we going to do we might as well go try and win this thing so uh glad we decided to go uh got the job done it was uh definitely a great feeling how nice was it just to to be back in a car and back in a pit area like just watching it through speed shift tv i was a little bit envious not even just being on the racetrack but just just being being there yeah, it was definitely, definitely nice to get back in the car. Um, Thursday or uh, Wednesday afternoon, we fired the car. We put them, uh, put another motor in and, and fired everything up. And just like, uh, just like getting them jitters again, getting ready to go racing in Florida. It seemed like the, the season's starting again. But uh, no, it was definitely really good to, uh, to get in the car. I was kind of getting half depressed just sitting at home and, and uh, driving truck, trying to stay busy. But um, yeah, no, it was definitely good to get out there. Um, been working like crazy trying to, trying to keep everything going with everything that's been going on in the world. And, uh, you know, it's nice to, to kind of get back to a little bit of, of a sense of normalcy to uh, get to the racetrack and, and finally get to race them. What was it like, Brock, racing there with no crowd, um, you know, social distancing as everyone was doing? What was, the, what was that like? Um, you know, honestly, uh, you know, when we got there, just kind of took everything in. Uh, didn't really take notice to, to the fans not being there. Um, you know, you just kind of, you're in that zone and, and you're focused on what you're doing, uh, throughout the night. But, um, you know, it was kind of weird. Uh, it, it really didn't change anything at all. It wasn't kind of a weird atmosphere or anything like that. You know, even when you go up to, to watch some of the races, you know, you have the crew guys that are sitting in the stands. So it kind of gave that feel like there was some, some fans in the stands, even though it was family members and other crews of teams, but, you know, it, it, the bleachers weren't completely empty. Let's put it that way. You know, we had the guy, the crew guy sitting in there, so it didn't really make it feel too awkward. Um, it was kind of weird getting out in front of everybody that you just beat on the front stretch and having them clap for you. But 
that was pretty cool. Um, you know, at least they uh, they stayed and and gave you some sort of some sort of cheer. But uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't really that bad. Uh, everybody that was uh, involved in the event, from the drivers to the crew, uh, the track crew, and, and Terry, and everybody involved in this thing, you know, we all knew uh, what we needed to do to uh, practice uh, social distancing, and and everything was laid out before we got there. Um, you know, we all just worked together and and made it all. A, a very successful event and uh, I think that's what we needed to do to be able to take the next step forward to uh, to get back to racing. For sure. Brock, what was the travel like? First of all, how far is it? How long of a drive is it? Do you guys go straight through and what was it? I'm assuming uh, how do hotels did you stay like or did you just stay in the truck? How does this work during the coronavirus? I, I haven't left my house pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, we, it was kind of just, you know, one of them deals where you just kind of get going and, and see what happens. You don't you don't know, you know what's going on in your state, but you, you kind of hear on the news what everybody else, every other state's doing, but you don't know for sure what, what actually is happening there. So um, South Dakota, fortunately, is one of the, the more lenient states. They don't have a lot of restrictions going on because there's not a lot of cases there. So um, South Dakota was fortunately a, a little more easier to uh, navigate around and and find places to stay or, and some things to eat. And, um, it's actually, it's pretty difficult to, uh, to travel down the road and try and find something to eat, be in the truck. You can't, you can't get into any, uh, drive-thrus or anything like that. And a lot of places are drive-through only, or, um, you know, they're not open inside. So, um, it was, it, it was pretty hard to, to find a place to eat. It was a lot of fast food, which I'm tired of eating McDonald's and Wendy's. I can tell you that. Um, but, that's all you, that's all you can get. That's all we can get into. And, and, you know, it's just what you got to do. But, um, the trip for us was 19 hours. Uh, we left Thursday, um, about six o'clock in the afternoon, uh, about dinner time, and drove straight through. We got there, um, about noontime Friday afternoon. So, uh, not a bad trip at all. The, the nice thing about right now with what's going on in the world is there's not a lot of people on the road. So we can actually, you know, get through the cities in a good, uh, timely manner and not have to deal with all the rush hour traffic. So the trip back and forth wasn't really that bad. Yeah. I think we had uh, Jason sides on last week and they did a whirlwind tour and they drove right through Chicago, like in 30 minutes or something. So I hadn't really thought about that. I, I want to talk a little bit to you, Brock, about the race. Okay. You're out there, you're rolling along. You've got a good car. You're up toward the front of the field. You come down the backstretch into turn number three. Something's going on with Reitzel. Something's going on with Madsen. What were your thoughts? What would, Take us through that, that half a lap that put you from third to first. Yeah, so um, under that red, before we had all this mayhem, um, I heard I was in I was parked in front of Kerry, stopped in front. I was talking to my guys and I heard him yelling back there and and my crew guys let me know that he was complaining that his motor wasn't running good and something was going on with his motor there. So I was kind of thinking, what do I need to do to uh get past Kerry if something were to happen there? Um I had a uh, fortunately had a good restart. Um the top was dominant all night long. The track was really fast, but the track was still racy at the same time. Um, you know, had a good restart. Um, Kerry went to the top. I just went to the bottom because that's, that's where he wasn't, you know, was one of them go where he is and deals and try to make something happen. But, um, it actually kind of helped me in the long, in, in the, the short of things as, you know, I lost a little bit of, uh, track space there. And yeah, honestly, I thought Kerry just had a heck of a run and just ran right in the back of Aaron and got hooked on his bumper. I didn't, I didn't really know exactly what happened. I didn't know he was running out of fuel or anything. And, uh, 
you know, like I said, I just had a little bit of extra space there and seen everything happening. And I just went where they weren't and, and hoped that they didn't get unhooked and, and come across and we ended up all crashing. So fortunate to uh, have it work out in our favor, uh, was in the right place at the right time. Um, I'd rather be lucky than good any day. Um, you know, 90% of this thing's luck. So you got to have luck on your side and, and a good race car to be in position to to get the job done when when the opportunity arises. So we did everything we needed to do. We had a good car. We've had a good car all year long. Um, fortunately, un or unfortunately, we ain't been able to show it here for most of the season because we've been shut down. So um, we've had a fast race car from the beginning of the year, though. We just we haven't been able to capitalize on on starting position. We've been starting in the middle of the pack most of the time and, and driving forward. So we've been passing a lot of cars um, and putting ourselves into position to succeed. We just ran out of time to do it most of the time. So uh, this past weekend, we were, or the other night, we were in the right position at the right time when the opportunity arose and we took advantage of it. You sure did. And uh, I mean, what a great time to have a morale booster to go out and win a race. And, and speaking of that, how neat is it to get a win with that much of an audience where speed shift TV was crashing and it was the only live race to watch probably in the world. I mean, that that's pretty big. You, you've won some big races in your life, but this is such a unique one. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, you know, even though there wasn't a lot of people in, in the stands, it was just family members and crew members. Um, you, you sit back and you realize how many people actually tuned into speed shift TV that night from all over the world there's nothing going on in the world everything's shut down so there's only you know uh media outlets to to tune into you watch tv netflix whatever it is and um you just you realize that they're they're all watching this race and it's uh it's really cool to be able to be a part of that race it's even better to be able to win the race um you know there's a lot of people that probably don't know who i am and um you know everything happens for a reason you you be at the right place at the right time and fall into things like that and uh you know I was just very fortunate to be there really is neat it really truly is that's for sure rock final question for you here before we cut you loose beyond um beyond going out to south dakota and back home what are you doing during the downtime how are you surviving all of this uh race car drivers traditionally don't like a lot of downtime how are you surviving it all well i'm trying not to go crazy for one yeah but uh no, it's it, it's definitely difficult for everybody in the world. Um, a lot of people um, are laid off from their jobs, don't really have a, a, a secondary deal to to make some money. Fortunately, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to um, be able to have a sponsor that is involved on the trucking side as well um, and have my CDL with going down the road in the race car. So fortunate to be able to work out a deal with where we can do some trucking jobs here with, with uh, heavy equipment loaders and parts. And, and, you know, they're, I'm fortunate to have great people behind me like that, that can help us out in the time of need, even though, you know, everybody else is, is out there struggling. Um, you know, racing's my only income. Uh, my wife works in the real estate and they're shut down too. So we're really don't have anything going on right now. So I'm just, I've been, I've been working nonstop trying to get everything, you know, trying to make as much money as we can um, to kind of stay ahead of all this. So uh, this past week before we left, I worked uh, 14 hour, 12 hours, Tuesday, 14 hours, Wednesday, worked from seven to five thirty, five o'clock uh, Thursday, and then got in the truck at six and drove 19 hours to South Dakota. So the, the, the work never stops. You got to keep working, but you know, it, it is what it is. What it is. You got to do what you got to do to survive. And, and that's what we're doing. For sure.
Absolutely. Well, congratulations on that win. We all loved getting a chance to watch sprint car racing, and I know you loved climbing behind the wheel and doing it, and we appreciate you joining us here today on Wing Nation. Yeah, no problem, guys. It's, uh, it's good to be back. Uh, it's good to be able to uh, actually get to talk about something that's not virtual for once. Um, the whole iRacing deal is pretty cool, but it's not, nothing, but nothing like going to the actual racetrack and hearing the sounds and, and the smells. Amen. We were talking about that before this uh, before this session. That is for sure. And uh, Brock Zierfoss uh, joining us here, and uh, we appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, hopefully, we can get back racing here soon. For sure. Now, Brock Zierfoss joining us now, and we're going to wrap it up with him here. But Robbie Kendall is a guy that's taken a neat opportunity with the virtual racing and made a household name. We'll talk to him next. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Hey, Ashley, what are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to check out. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Aaron Evernham and Steve Faust here. We had Brock Zierfoss on, and Brock talked a little bit about the weirdness of the race in South Dakota and the opportunity to win a race where everybody in the world was watching. Well, similarly, Robbie Kendall joins us, picked up the win last week at Williams Grove, and uh, he's, a, he's a driver that's, that's, that's making a household name out of himself in this weird time that we're living in. And Robbie joins us now on the hotline. Hey, Robbie, welcome into Wing Nation. Hi, Steve. Hi, Aaron. Thanks for having me. Great to catch up with you, that's for sure. Um, in your wildest dreams, did you ever think not racing was going to be the key to becoming a more popular race car driver? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> I'm just having fun with it, man. Oh, I know you are, but man, it's, it's pretty cool. How much sim racing had you done in the past prior to, prior to it becoming the racing? So I did a, a good bit of it. Like when I racing brought out the dirt cars, um, I wanted to get involved with it. So I went out and bought a computer and, and everything I needed to do. And um, I got into it pretty hard, was on it almost every other day. And just having fun with it. And um, I made the pro pro series there for a little bit and had some computer issues. Um, so I backed out and of course I went and bought a house and now I have a 18 month old daughter now. So um, that stepped it off for a little bit and now here I am back at it again. Robbie, I saw uh, on one of your posts that you, you mentioned that you like nailed the setup in a virtual race and I don't know much about simulators and how important are the setups and how in-depth are they? I, well, first of all, I can't take what I run in virtually and put it in a real race car and expect it to win because it's not even close. Um, I think it's important because I think you can gain half a tenth or half a second to um, to what the base setups are in there. Um, I don't, I don't know. I just like having fun with it. 
do you have to adjust it as the night goes on like you do in a real race yeah i just i just mostly wing angle and stagger um of course fuel load fuel load is actually really important um the first race there at volusia had a couple more gallons left than or less than logan did and that's why i was a little bit quicker um but i was a little worried about running out of fuel there too so i was trying to save as much as i could oh my god how do you save fuel in a virtual car just run half throttle leaning it down with a fuel switcher (laughs) so um yeah that's that's about all i do um it's mostly staggering wing angles mostly what i just addressed so we we end up in this world where all of our racing is canceled you guys actually raced in pennsylvania the, the the final weekend of real racing and then this this whole world, we're going to go to Volusia, we're going to do it. And the next thing you know, Fox Sports has jumped on board and Dirt Vision's doing it and everything like that. So, you know, had you did you, did you have to get some work to get your system back up and running and get ready to go? And, and, and did you see it as, did you see yourself as, I, I think I can run with those guys up front right off the bat with this thing? Um, actually, not at Volusia, because I thought it was terrible at Volusia. But um, everything just worked out. I, I It's... Time trials is just as crucial there as it is in real life, in my opinion. Because um, if you don't lay down a good lap, you're stuck in the back of a heat race, and it's kind of hard to pass when it's wet. Now they've made it the track slicker, so it makes it easier. But um, I, I messed with setups there for a while. When I got back on, I was on for like three or four hours a night just trying to get better. Um, I didn't think I was going to be near as good as I am right now. Um, but I'm still not as good as Logan and, and Swindell. They're, they're pretty fast everywhere we go. That's crazy. When you talk about, you know, the, the on there for three or four hours on a, a night, can, are you racing other people? Are you practicing? How does, how does practicing on a sim work? So I get, I got a buddy named Aaron Ott. Uh, we're really good friends and we got on there and just like when it first started out, uh, started messing around with some, some stuff. Um, I didn't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I was just trying different stuff, I guess. Um, and I saw um, faster lap times when I was wet, and then I worked on the slick. Um, but I didn't just practice by myself. I was always in a race with people just so I could try to judge myself. Hmm. So you can always really, just really is. Race? Yeah, you can always. I think oh. it's like uh, iRacing has like a – it's like 50 cents or something like that. You host an hour session. You can get 30 to 40 different people in there just to have some fun. Hmm. Pretty cool stuff. It really, truly is. That's for sure. Um, Robbie, in real racing, uh, we did have a little bit of a start up in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, I, how did you start? Did the real season go? And uh, and 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 how did that how did that start off for you? We weren't that good. Um, <laughs> we struggled, uh, but it was nice to just get out and work the bugs out. Um, so we ran that one weekend. And of course, uh, we ran Port in the Grove, um, and then that's right the next weekends when they started canceling everything. So um, we tried some stuff, uh, didn't work out that well. And I was looking forward to the following weekend going out and trying some more stuff. Um, but of course they shut everything down. So we haven't made any more laps since. Robbie, I noticed that you've had a few different paint schemes, some new sponsors come on board. Are those sponsors that were on your real car? Are they new? Are they potentially something that can lead to being on your real race car? Um, so the first couple of weeks were, my real sponsor was uh, Goofy's, um, came on board at the end of the last year to put a, his deal for his race. Um, he's always been a silent sponsor of mine, but he wanted to do something like that. So I, I kind of kept that car um, basically as a thank you to him. He's been really good to me since day one, since we met. Um, and then 
I did a deal with Jeremy Elliott for spentcarunlimited.com. Um, he wanted to be more involved in it, which he's getting more involved in the, the virtual side now. Um, and then I have a friend, um, Aaron Knoll up in Indy. She helped me out hooking me up with Rico, uh, from Fatheads. Um, so it's been a pleasure to work with those guys. Um, they're really good to me. Um, hopefully I'm producing a nice product for them on the racetrack also. Hmm. Pretty cool. Pretty yep. cool stuff, that's for sure. Well, Robbie, it's been fun to watch. There's a, there, like, like I've said in this thing, we've talked about this the last few weeks. There's a couple of you guys that uh, that have uh, that have certainly made made names for yourself during this time period. Um, what was it like to get a virtual win at Williams Grove last week against the Outlaws? Uh, it was pretty awesome. Just to win at home um, was pretty awesome because always us pop- posse people want to defend home turf, and of course the fans. I want to rub it in their face, even though it's virtually. Um, so it was pretty cool to, to get my first outlaw virtual win at home, um, just to represent them in the right way. Um, but I mean, it's fake racing, but the money's real. Um, the outlaws are playing a pretty good purse. Um, so I'm thankful for all the guys that the outlaws are putting this on. Um, we couldn't do it without them. Absolutely. How is the, uh, how, how neat has the response been? You've had a lot of media coverage. Uh, it's just got to be neat that you're, you're doing some virtual racing, but like Steve posted at the beginning, it's almost made you a household name amongst sprint car fans. Yeah, I'm just hoping it transitions over to the real life. Uh, we'd like to do a little bit more traveling. So we got Eldora and Knoxville on our schedule this year, um, two places we've never been. We've really never been outside the state of Pennsylvania. So um, I just, I'd like to do a little bit more traveling and Hopefully, uh, we can find a little bit of money to make all this happen is what I'm trying to do. Pretty cool stuff. I'll tell you what, it's a different world we live in, and, and, and yes. stranger things have happened than, uh, than, than this parlays itself into something good. Speaking of Eldora, that's where the races are this week on the virtual world, so uh, you'll be mixing it up at the high banks up at Eldora this week. But uh, we appreciate you joining us here today, and uh, congratulations on the, uh, on the success in iRacing. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. There we go. Robbie Kendall joining us here on Wing Nation. So Robbie Kendall certainly knows about uh, iRacing and uh, I, uh, virtual sprint car racing. Our friends at Hepner Racing Product, they know sprint car racing, and therefore they know what works for your team. You know, no other accessories can match the performance and design that HRP puts in all of their designs for trailer and shop accessories. Top trailer builders use HRP accessories to outfit their stock and custom build units. And they're always adding to it, like new cordless tool charging stations, sleek in design, hold two cordless drills, impacts or flashlights and battery chargers. It basically keeps clutter from your workbench. The rosters include something for every racer, team, trailer and shop. Don't settle for anything less than Sprint Car Racing's number one accessories manufacturer. That is right. Hefner Racing Products, www.hrpracing.com. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Power isn't born. 
It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Love talking about the birthdays from the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame museum calendar that they put out every year. Really, really cool. Coming up later this week, we'd have, well, let me get my script up here in front of us. Uh, we have birthdays for Louis Rusty Espinosa, uh, Ed Shepard later this week, Sam Trailer, and Aaron yesterday would have been the birthday of Earl Baltus, April 27th, 1921. So uh, Earl made it all the way to 93 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, he'd be 99 if, if he was around yesterday on his birthday. But, uh, boy, he is one of the, uh, one of the icons and, and, uh, and a true Hall of Famer. He really is. I mean, a true legend of the sport. I can still picture him when I first met him at Eldora. He, that hat always flipped up, the, the inside cap. Uh, but what he did at Eldora and what his vision for dirt racing were, were huge. huge. And, and what really strikes me as amazing about Earl is um, he was a music man, actually. His group was Earl and his melody makers, okay? <laughs> and so he built the Eldora ballroom just north of Rossburg, Ohio. And then and in the early 50s, he built a quarter mile track. Then he expanded it to three eighths and then he expanded it to a half mile. He actually at one time carved out a mile track. They never yep. raced on it, but uh, turned into the half mile track. And one of the things that Earl and Eldora Speedway really became notorious for are the big events, the Kings Royal, the dream, the world 100. And he took late model racing and sprint car racing and took it to levels that had never been seen before. And for that Earl Baltus, was a 1994 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. One of a kind, Earl Baltus. And Aaron, he always said if he could just sell one more hot dog, he may make a profit on some of those races. I think he probably did all right, even without that last hot dog sale. I'm pretty sure he did all right. For sure. So, hey, I'd like to remind everyone that the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, uh, they have the uh, Priority Aviation, $20,000 Knoxville National Fundraiser going on. It's back with a twist this year, 20000 to win, but 10000 for second, 5000 for third. All of this benefits the completion of the Brian Clawson Sweet Tower. Deadline is July 31st. You can go to www.sprintcarstuff.com. And Aaron, we got word from the sides, boys, that they were yep. delivering some Hodnet stuff. Uh, the salute to champ to Hodnet, that's going to be really neat this summer out at the Hall of Fame. It really is. I actually got a few sneak peek pictures from Mr. Bob Baker the other day. They have eight of Greg's cars. They have video, memorabilia, some of its engineering developments for sprint cars. I'm excited to see it. It's going to run from May 1st to October 1st. Yep, for sure. So uh, check it out. All of that information at NationalSprintCarHallOfFame.com, or you can uh, learn more uh, or get more stuff at their uh, at their souvenir store, SprintCarStuff.com. You know, like to remind you also, one of our great partners is Hercules Tires. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has a value selection and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where you can start. You can count on Hercules Tires not only to have your back when times are tough, but Aaron, you know what they're doing. They're adding money to your pocket. 
Absolutely. The purchase of four qualifying Hercules tires through May 31st, 2020 could get you up to $70 Visa prepaid card. Visit HerculesTires.com slash spring rebate to learn more. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules tires ride on our strengths. Oh, I stepped on you on a Zoom call. Hey, you know what I heard? Speaking of that, speaking of that, I, I was um, I was listening to something, some news report, and they talked about Zoom etiquette oh. and how in meetings, how it's so different in meetings because when when you're sitting around a table, a lot of times two people can talk at the same time, but yeah. in Zoom, you 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 have to have the patience to 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 wait it out. And they said it's actually this, there's there's such a thing as like Zoom stress or something like that that they're now claiming because uh, people because people are all stressed out about their Zoom meetings and you can't talk on top of each other. Like, I just did. See, you can. I just did it. Uh, I got Zoom stress. You Zoom stressed me out. Oh, well, it's usually a real stress that I give you. So, hey, take the Zoom stress, have a glass of wine, and carry on. That's yeah, I know. Twist your arm there. Hey, we've got a big week coming up the rest of the week. We're going to talk. We One of the things that we've done here on Wing Nation is we try to talk to various people in different aspects of the sport. Steve Sinclair, and we're going to talk to him about the IRA, but Steve is also in his real job is uh, a regional representative for K&K Insurance. So, Aaron, on Thursday, we're going to talk to Steve. We're going to talk about the IRA, of course, but we're also going to talk about the big picture of the sport. Looking forward to talking to Steve about that. Yeah, he's a great guy. I'm on the board of the Hall of Fame with him, and I've gotten to know him throughout the years. It'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. For sure, and kind of get his perspective. And coming up on Saturday, it's Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. Donnie Schatz is going to join us. The darling, this is, talk about things we never thought we would see, okay? We never thought we would see where we're at with that. We never thought we would see great opportunities for guys like like uh, Tony Gualdo. We talked to him last week. Brent Mahalski's another one. Robbie Kendall getting opportunities. And I never dreamed that I'd talk about Donnie Schatz, the social media darling. But he has been a who. We're going to talk to Donnie Schatz on our MAV TV show on Saturday morning. Yeah, that'll be fun. He's definitely been entertaining. Yes, he has. That's for sure. Well, Aaron, it's been a ball hanging out chatting with you this week. Yeah, absolutely. You didn't give me too much Zoom stress today. We're good. No, oh, that's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. Hey, we appreciate Robbie Kendall for joining us. and appreciate Brock Zierfoss for joining us. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Wing Nation has been brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our string. Watch Wing Nation Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. You can also find Wing Nation on wingnation.com or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com.